0: The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com slash careers. That's opcpest.com slash careers. Time now for The Take with Andy Sweeney. I'm going through tweets that I marked. Free Today, six hours ago, Biscuit. Happy birthday to... Uh, to uh, Dolly Parton And James Striebel It's a rolling of the eye Jack do you know what you call Dolly First of all do you know who Dolly Parton is Country singer Wow okay I, That's good enough I Yeah would say. that's what she's most known for Do you know what they called Dolly Parton When she visited the jungle <laughs> What did they call her A booby trap <laughs> That's a rejoin On ESPN 680 and 1057 All right, 4 o'clock hour here, presented by RGB Home Theaters. Red, green, blue, RGBHomeTheaters.com. Uh, Check out the website, get that free estimate, check out their most recent work as well, whether it's uh, you know bringing that full theater experience to your home. If you have a new build or a big time remodeling project, uh, get that wiring done, have all that stuff in the wall so you don't have wires everywhere so the kids and the dogs and everything else uh, are messing with it and do what I did, do what Diener's done, Scotty D, you know, Bear Nose 502 and much more. It's RGB Home theaters.com Check them out today. Personalized, top-notch service, and uh, I think I'll probably be, uh, probably be getting an outside setup uh, coming up le- uh, sooner rather than later. I tell you, it's perfect out today. I do hate to be in studio. Today's one of those days you need to be outside. Pat Forty with us. Oh, we got Pat Forty. Look at that. Pat Forty uh, from Sports Illustrated, SI.com uh, and the pod. You can catch that a couple times a week. Pat, good afternoon, sir. How
1: are you? Great, Andy. I don't trust a 70-degree day no. in February. No. But, but I don't I don't want to just, you know, not, no. not enjoy it either. Well, what have, you, have you done
0: anything? Did you go out riding the bike or have you done anything? I did.
1: Good. I did. I got on the bike, got in, you know, 12 miles or so, huffed and puffed and <laughs> Happy about life. <laughs> well, look at that.
0: Uh, me and Justin been eating around the office all day. That's what we've been doing. Oh, Okay, there you go. Well, sorry, a motorcycle went by you. I thought uh, I was worried yeah. about you. I was. I was like, "Wait a minute, is Pat still on the road right now. Does he have us in Bluetooth <laughs> right now? Is he getting? Is that Bobby <laughs> Petrino on a motorcycle? No, no, leave Pat alone." Uh, Whoever it was, they were loud. <laughs> sorry, that's fine. The uh, Pat Forty, with us here on ESPN six eighty one oh five seven. Uh, well, Pat, uh, it's still it's still bad basketball from last week. Uh, since we had our conversation, another. At least one loss uh, in the ledger for Kentucky Kentucky out of the tournament kind of a a big game tonight with another uh, team that's right on the bubble with Mississippi State Uh, give us your update uh, on the sadness and oh by the way Louisville gets Virginia tonight right like a two seed a team that's going to win the SEC uh, or ACC that could be interesting or bad as well Uh, what do you make of where we are yet again I'll ask the same question every week
1: yeah, Louisville will turn it over 25 times and lose by 25 points. Yep. Uh, the Kentucky game is, is huge. Really. It is. Um, like those are two teams in very similar situations, uh, except one's playing well and one's playing very poorly. So uh, it's in Starkville. We'll see what the crowd is like there. But, you know, they've been the streakiest team in the country. They started red hot, then they couldn't beat anybody. They and lost 8-9. They
0: lost 8-9. They're one and seven in the SEC. One in seven.
1: Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> That's wild. But, you know, they, they put themselves back probably, I guess, on the right side of the bubble, you know, just at least right there in the conversation. I they're in better shape than Kentucky as of right now. And uh Kentucky needs the game desperately, you know, is Oh yeah. Who's gonna play? Uh, you know, are they still injured or not? And then, you know, is Oscar into it or not? Are they making shots or not? Are they Are they defending? Are they getting in front of yeah. anyone? Uh, is a big, big question. But you know, I, I I just have a hard time saying, "Oh, geez, you had two guys out against Georgia. That's okay." Look, I mean, that's that's Cal's own problem for never developing a bench. It's all never, he has. Uh, giving guys a
0: chance, yeah, Pat. It's all he has. This yeah. bellowing about injuries, C.J. Frederick, I mean, I can understand it's frustrating. That guy hadn't done a thing in two years. He's had three, four games, a couple games in double figures where he stuck out his tongue. He hasn't, he hasn't done anything in two seasons, and Savir Wheeler, they benched. They put him yeah. on the bench. That's why I, I understand the injury thing, but they also to, told Savir Wheeler, you're going 35 minutes a game to 12, and you're not going to score anymore.
1: Right? <laughs> you're no, not going to shoot the basketball. Those guys can't become an injury excuse if they haven't done anything. I'm with you, know, you. A, you don't want Wheeler to play, and B, Frederick has has produced almost nothing. So you know that, that's a bad excuse at this point.
0: Uh, Pat and f- Frankly, yeah, go ahead. You know, he's oh. out. He's out
1: of excuses. No, he's out. Nobody wants to hear him. No, wants
0: to No, I, I think the Kentucky fan base is in uh, a level of acceptance. Remember the nine and 16 year that kept her trying to do like PR things? Remember the, the team did like steps together? Like Cal was like really motivating. We're going to get it and we can go to the SEC and we can make a run. Right now, I don't know if Kentucky, it's only mid February, Pat. I don't know if Kentucky fans or even John Calipari have that in them. They could just fizzle out into the abyss. I mean, that's a that's a distinct possibility this week. If they sure. lose tonight and Tennessee comes in town when they have every great player in the 90s uh, in, in Rupp Arena and Tennessee comes in and says, hey, we're going to beat you on your special day. You beat us on Chris Lofton Day. We're going to take you down. I mean, that's a possibility. In fact, it might be a probability.
1: Well, that's, yeah, this week to a degree, I think is a Fisher Cut bait week for Kentucky. Like, if if you lose both games... Uh, you're probably in a position where you then have to win the NCAA tournament or come close. I mean, I'm sorry, the SEC tournament, yeah. or or come close to it to get in. Uh, or you know, at the very least, you'd have to turn it around dramatically and immediately, which just doesn't seem possible if you're going to lose these two and, and have a four-game losing streak. But if you win one, okay, well, you still got a little life in you. If mm-hmm. you win both, you got a little bit more life. You're
0: probably oh, yeah. back on the right side of the bubble. Absolutely. So. Big, big week? No, nah, it's a big week. You know, one thing I said, Pat Forty with us from SI, you know, one thing I kind of led with on today's show, I mean, it's not revolutionary, but, you know, you know, I, I think the thing that, that frustrates fans, and you've been around a lot of frustrated fans, is at the end of the year, we want change. You know, in football, you get a new defensive coordinator, new offensive coordinator, uh, some some young guy who knows how to throw the ball that can be a quarterback coach, you know, and it gets the fan base motivated, and it's, it's a calling card for coaches uh, to use the, hey, I'm going to change my staff. Calipari did that a couple years ago. I mean, I don't know. Maybe he does it again, but it feels like Kentucky, you know, they're going to have a a, a new team, but the core of who they are, their identity with John Calipari is going to run it back. And so I can understand the Kentucky fan that's saying, well, I'm just not going to buy that. The last few years because of that, I'm not going to give you the benefit of the doubt. By the way, that's where I'm at. If you're a Louisville fan, I mean, I don't know, maybe Josh Jamison's not on staff. But Kenny Payne and those guys are going to be back. Some of these players are going to be back. Um, You you know, I I just feel like the big change we're not going to get, and we may end up with UofL having three wins and Kentucky not making the NCAA tournament.
1: Yeah, and, and and the coaches both stay. I mean, it's it's possible, and boy, that would be that's taking a bad year and making it two bad years, potentially, at least, or at least going into the next one with no enthusiasm. You know, and and changing coaching staff in basketball in a lot of ways, I think, is like rearranging the deck chairs on the Titanic. It just doesn't do that much good. Sometimes it can mm-hmm. If you really give them the keys to change things up, Cal isn't that guy. I mean, it's never really mattered who was on Cal's staff. I mean, they, they play the same way, and, you know, they, they <laughs> the question is, how good are the recruits? And you know, for Louisville, they're so bad. I mean, well, I, I, I mean, I, they certainly should change their staff. But okay, so do you go from three and twenty-eight to twelve and eighteen, and that's supposed to be good enough? I mean, it's a big improvement, but who cares? Twelve and eighteen isn't isn't good enough at Louisville. You got to get back to having a winning record at least, I would think, next year for Kenny Payne to have any chance of seeing year three. And I don't think they can have a winning record next year.
0: Yeah, you know, we did the numbers, and Pat Forty with us, we did the numbers, you know, just with some of the guys you bring back, right? And not every scholarship at the end of the bench is going to be a valued thing. Like, we understand that, right? The 13th guy or whatever, you know, 12th and 13th aren't going to be guys that you put into the game. Uh, Yeah, and what they already have coming in, uh, the the thought of them just getting eight guys, you know, six guys from the portal, five guys from the portal, is just not true. Uh, So we'll see what happens. I think they lose by 20, 30 points tonight. And uh, I think Kentucky is going to be in a fight. If they lose this one, uh, maybe you can kiss the season goodbye. Uh, Speaking of past seasons, Louisville is going to be hanging a number one in the final coaches poll banner. Uh, This, of course, the back and forth, the silliness there with the NCAA. What do you make of it?
1: You know, I mean, fine. (laughs) If that's what you want to do, and if it makes people feel better, do it. Um, the one thing that I thought was instructive from Josh Hurd on that was, you know, if we just give the NCAA the middle finger and put up an NCAA champion banner, we get pulled back in front of the committee on infraction. So, yeah. everybody's out there just saying, so what? Just do what we want. Put up a banner. Well, there's an actual tangible reason not to do that. Now we've heard it. And so, the, you know, perhaps put aside your bluster. Uh, and take what you can get, and this is what they can get out of it. And, you know, again, if you want to do it, fine. And if that makes people feel happier, fine. I'm not opposed to having some recognition of that team. Oh, yeah. Means, you know, it's a great team. Yeah, it's a great uh, team you know, there's a limitation to what you can do.
0: Yeah. You basically have said what I've said. You even use the accent, uh, the, uh, of the person who wants the banner up in the arena. Like, you know, you're not going in front of the IARP, you know, you're back to the committee of infractions and you know, they hate everybody. <laughs> <laughs> they hate everybody. Josh heard, can't go back in front of them. We'll give you a level one. I mean, it is funny that you can only say they had to okay. What you, what, what you say. I mean, that, I mean, it is funny. Well, you got, yeah. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta appreciate the humor in it, though, too.
1: Oh yeah, you know, I mean, I'm, who knows? There's probably some handbook the NCAA sent to them that said, you know, your lettering can only be 18 inches high. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, no capital letters, you know, whatever. <laughs> I mean, no, no, no institution <laughs> in America ties itself in more <laughs> knots over silly details than the NCAA. So, yeah, it's ridiculous, and you know, it, it is what it is. Yeah, it is what it is. I, you
0: know, I think fans. I think I think the majority of fans. I think it's probably you know I thought it's fifty fifty, but now it's probably 70 are 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 in support. They you know maybe it is silly, maybe it's wordy. Uh, you know maybe it's something that others, including Kentucky fans, might make fun of. Uh, but it is something, and they love that team. And and so I think more now are buying into it. At the beginning, I thought many people thought, hey, this is not the real banner. Let's not embarrass ourselves. We'll give them a round, you know standing ovation, and, and we'll go on. Speaking of the Those teams, yesterday, you know, on Saturday, they're honoring, uh, what was it, 95, 96, 97, I apologize, no, 96, 97, 98 on Saturday at Kentucky, and they're honoring the 2013 team at UofL. And it, it just, there is a little bit of sadness that Patino's not there for these. And I don't think he'll become a Bobby Knight situation, but, but I don't know, Pat, maybe his bitterness towards U L, and maybe the relationship there with Kentucky, you know, maybe in five, six years, it's a, it's a story we start to talk about, uh, you know, when he gets into his mid and upper seventies, Patino,
1: what do you think? You think he'll go back eventually? Yeah, okay, real quick, I just wanted to double back real quick to the banner thing. Yeah, sure. Uh, And just say, like, at the time, especially nationally, there were so many people like, oh, take it out of it, and who cares, that doesn't really matter. Oh, and I said, you go ask the fans here how they feel about having that banner taken down. Yeah. They're pissed. Yeah, they are. I mean, that was a tangible penalty, Uh, so... You know, the, to to have something back up there, I think is significant. Now, to your point about Patino, that's it's really interesting. You know, this is a guy who had unbelievable seasons at both places. There were times when both fan bases loved him. There are now times when both fan bases are pretty bitter towards him, and that's kind of the price of being Rick Patino. Uh, you know, that's what comes really, with being Rick. It is. And,
2: it is. You Bless know, him.
1: Ultimately, <laughs> you know, I would hope. Later in his life he's able and, and the fans are all able to say, You know what? We enjoyed the we enjoyed the good times. Let's celebrate the good times together. Come on, be in our arena, whatever. Can you bring yourself to do it? Can can the schools bring themselves to do it? I hope so. But we're a long way from that point. I think probably in both places.
0: Yeah, he's seventy. He's going to have another coaching gig, right? And so he's always going to have the excuse that it's midseason, right? But I don't know when it's the you know when it's the next anniversary of one of these teams. I I, I almost think I almost think there's more there, there's a there's a chance he goes back to Kentucky before U Well,
1: I think it's possible because he did at least leave Kentucky on his own terms. He did not leave Louisville on his own terms, and. I mean, he was treated viciously by the Kentucky fan base. Oh yeah, uh, for quite a while. But you know, at least he did walk out of there and say, "You know what? I'm. Uh, it's my choice to leave." And that was definitely not the case. Obviously, at Louisville, no. <laughs>
0: Uh, it wasn't the case at all. Pat 40 with us here on ESPN 680 1057. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, just big picture college hoops, North Carolina. I'm interested if they don't make the tournament, what kind of heat they're going to catch. Uh, Duke got, you know, robbed by the officials again. So, you know, they're done. Like, they're whining about that. So, we, we, you know, we're all sitting around laughing at that. Uh, what has stood out to you? I know I know you're writing about college basketball, more. I mean, Alabama, again, having the best team in. In the country, Indiana, up to maybe like a three seed. The Big Twelve's great. What stands out as we're in March, and you know the next three weeks here will be the push. We'll see where we're at of the tournament.
1: Yeah, that's the thing. We're, I mean, it's the stretch run, and I guess the two things that stand out to me is that yeah, you have Kentucky and North Carolina who started the year in the top five and are out of the tournament at the point. This point, and then on the other end, of, <laughs> it's like the the teams that are looking at number one seeds and two seeds are like. They, they've they've been good, but they've never won national championships. Virginia's right? Never won a championship. Alabama's never won a championship. Tennessee's never won a championship. Texas never won a championship. Uh, Houston has never won one. So it's it's some fresh blood at the top, and then you know who can handle the pressure of these situations. At least like Houston has. Believe it, you know, is been as a more of a been there, done that program than the rest of them. They've been to a final, yeah, program. oh They've yeah, won thirty games a year for like five years in a row. So I, I just I'm fascinated to see how that's going to break down, and then ultimately, shoot, I was just on the phone with somebody a few minutes ago, like trying to figure out who's going to end up at the Louisville Regional. It could be Purdue back again, like they were in 2019, trying yep. to get to that Final Four. And yep, uh, you know, it's 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 going to be fascinating just to see who can put it together in the final weeks and maybe just stick their head up above the crowd and establish themselves as the favorite.
0: Yeah, I think we're going to be part of the Fan Fest again down there. Uh, that was that was fun a couple years ago. Uh, they've, they've done it twice, but I mean, that, that uh, what was it? The Virginia when they robbed Matt Painter uh, the last yeah. time. I and mean, that was a great game. It's a fantastic game. Uh, no doubt about that. Uh, we'll get you out of here with this. Pat Forty with us on ESPN 680. Uh, Greg Sankey got his way. Texas and Oklahoma to the SEC a year early. Uh, Greg Sankey always gets his way. What Sankey wants, Sankey gets. Uh, what do you think? What change I mean, first of all, 2024 in college football is going to be wild. Uh, what you know, what sort of you know changes do you expect here, including you know getting rid of divisions here sooner rather than later?
1: Yeah, like it's just going to be massive change. We're going to have a 16-team SEC, a 16-team Big Ten, a 12-team playoff, a trickle-down realignment. You know, the AAC is going to look totally different, and Conference USA, and something oh yeah, look, you know, down on down the line, and so. It's just going to be wild. I mean, we got kind of one more year of of moving the chairs around, and then it just all really – got a total remodel. But, uh, uh, you know, you re- it's a good point. Sankey does always get – always. Which also means we're going to get an expanded NCAA men's basketball. Oh, it can't inevitably. happen. Oh, yeah. I, I it don't... may be as little as two to begin with. It may be 12, but I, I will make a bet right now that really? we can, yeah, within two or three or four years, we have at least seventy, if not eighty, teams. So,
0: okay, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, Kentucky would be safely in with their big season of one win. Of <laughs> yeah, one like win, they, you
1: I get think these massive underachieving teams that their fan base hates, and oh, you're still in the tournament. Oh, good. I, I know
0: Kentucky has the national player of the year with Oscar Sheepway returning. I think North Carolina is is. is more disappointing than them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're not even yeah. a one hit wonder. They have zero quad one wins, and they made the title game last year. <laughs> like,
1: that matters, right? They I made mean, the title game and ponied up a ton of NIL money to bring back four of the five starters. Yeah. And now they're not even in the tournament. I mean, no, nah, they're more disappointing are, than watched, Kentucky. Yeah. Yeah. I watched them against Miami and watched Miami just turn the ball over at will for the last 10 minutes and still win comfortably. And I'm just looking at that North Carolina team like they just look beaten. They look like they don't have it in them, whether it's just the weight of their own disappointment or just whatever. But, I mean, they just look pitiful, I thought, the second half of that game. Put, yeah. a, put a fork in that team. That uh, we, team
0: looks. I'm with, I'm with you. Yeah, we were up at uh, we were up at uh, berno's 502. A uh, little Drew Deaner turning 50 years old, and a couple of his movers and shakers up there. You know, Blank was up there, the normal crew, and a couple of the guys had the over in that game. It did not hit, by the way. The North Carolina Miami, they had the over. It was close. They had a chance down the stretch, but you know they need about three more points. I think they lost it by by a bucket. I think that's yeah. what it was. So
1: it's too watch, bad watching Miami miss free throws and turn the ball over must have been extra
0: fun yeah all i do is extra fun for it absolutely uh pat appreciate the time my man take care we'll catch up and uh safe travels thank you all right thanks andy all right there we go pat 40 with us uh from uh from sports illustrated si dot com there you go well pat 40 on a wednesday i think north carolina is worse than uh than Yeah. No, uh, I I mean agree. I mean, I, mean, it's, I mean it's close. It's, it's splitting close. hairs of diarrhea filled teams right now, but I think they're more disappointing. I think they're more disappointing. I I I just do. Sorry. I mean their 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 roster I thought was better than Kentucky's.
2: Yeah, I'm looking at it. I'm just thinking right now like all the blue bloods. Like not all of them, but a good a good portion of them are very disappointing this season. Kentucky, Duke, North Carolina, Gonzaga.
0: By the way, I didn't know there was so much soccer today. Um, I, mean, I could have been betting soccer all day. It, what are we doing? Nothing's on. I got an NFL Live. I don't care what Ennis wants. I can't see anything. I don't I care what Biscuit wants. Is that TV fixed? I don't know. I it's, don't know. We may need RGB
2: one, to come in here. I mean, well, that one. It worked, but I can't see it. Like, What, am I doing? what are we doing? Maybe it's for
0: you, but I don't, I don't know what we're doing. <laughs> I don't know why we have that in there. <laughs> it's, I don't it's know. So I don't TV. know why we have that you TV. You can't see it past it's, my giant head. It's There's an no old plasma you, yeah. TV. Yeah. No, the only time that was on was when we watched Reds baseball behind Jack. Yeah. When we watched uh, – well, playoff wouldn't be Reds baseball. Playoff baseball behind Jack.
2: I do remember the last week Jack was here, there was the Iona game. um, Was it Samuel – did Iona play? No, who played SMU? SMU, I can't remember. Samuel Williamson was playing. Elbow Sam. Elbow Sam, and then Iona was playing at the same time. So he had those games up, and he had those ready to roll. Well,
0: Um, as long as he had SMU and Elbow Sam. That's what – ready to he's roll doing on his last then, day then, I mean that's what he's doing yeah that's what he's doing I did send Jack a message last night Locke had the ugliest tie on our guy Lachlan McClain just a hideous tie Valentine's Day it looked like he just left the office and it just was very musty it wasn't and I sent that to Jack I go mm-hmm. send that to Ken Grossman <laughs> and, and he's like Ken didn't like it. the suit he's that's like, like yeah, Ken, two it's, sides of the like, like, yeah, like, suit Ken didn't fits like me it. <laughs> it's, it's, it's my suit yeah, if I give Locke my suit it fits me you and Striebel Yeah. See what fits. Let's take a break. Four three seven nine six eighty. Uh, I want to get to the take. Chris Fisher had this from BBN Land. Uh, I want to get to that, and then Will Levis. There's a mock draft out. It's McShay. You, you know when there's a mock, we got to talk about it. So we'll do that. Mark Wise is going to join us. He's on the call tonight of Kentucky, Mississippi State. We got you to six o'clock here on this Wednesday.
1: Metro College is a program that helps students pay for tuition.
0: Time now for The Take with Andy Sweeney. This Come is on. Harry Kane. Block it. Can Harry Kane do it? Can he save a nation? No. It is his magical moment to be had. And James Strebel, He moves in. Yes! He's blocked, but he oh, comes it up with a goal. No. And there's the moment. That's it. Kane does it. That's there's it. There's the moment. There it is. I'm Bleep out, offense. I'm out of the pool. Bleep offense.
1: On ESPN 680 and 105.7.
0: up in about an hour. Mark Wise from ESPN will join us. He's on the call tonight of Kentucky and Mississippi State. Reminder, Kentucky Fish and Wildlife postgame show at about 10.30 tonight right here on ESPN 680-1057. I'm hoping Cal does. (laughs) Justin, I'm hoping Cal does. Like, I hope he takes the four minutes he does and he cuts it in half. I I hope he just does a statement and that's it. Just for ends. I need... I need a Jason Entz calling Cal a coward at like 11:07 p.m. tonight while I'm playing the new Call of Duty. Yeah. So, by the way, if you're a Call of Duty fan, I'm sure you're not. Okay. I'm sure you hate video games. I, it's the wor- Video t- games wasted time. There, I hate there, them. there you go. I'm, kidding. You I'm, go. Kidding. I'm <laughs> kidding. I play video games. I'm kidding. Why well, don't much? This is the only one. But you turn. Get get the download going. It's a new season. You know <laughs> it's gonna take like two hours. Get the download well, going, see, Nick Valvano. Oh, this is the problem
2: when. I had one kid. The thing is, when you had the first kid, you got the baby, you put them on the lap, they're, they're out, they're sleeping. You're good to you go. pull the controller out, you're good. Yeah. The second one, not so easy, because you got the
0: older one now attacking you. <laughs> Who's and doing and stuff? Who's doing the stuff? Beam bag, yeah. Everything. Ah, uh, the old yeah. beanbag. The old beanbag. Uh, yeah. Hey, a big thank you. Uh, they are going to be out, in the they is Sonatrol of Louisville. Sonitrol. S-O-N- I-T-R-O-L. You've heard the commercials. For quite in a while, uh, and they're teaming up with us, and we're so happy. Next week, they're going to be installing uh, some. I'll get the full breakdown, um, but some cameras around the house. And one reason, obviously, if we're gone and there's an issue, like our dogs are there, you might have kids, whatever it may be, uh, or you're a business, and we know what security can mean. So, whether it's your home or whether you own a business, go online right now. And they always say this. Type in Sonatrol of Louisville. Look at all the five-star ratings they have. They're a local company. They're a family-owned company that has been in this area now for more than 35 years. They don't just do security, cameras, badge access, and many different things. Again, check out all of the different solutions that they have today and do so at ky.com or 966-8999 and speak with an actual person. And get this, what makes uh, Sonatrol different, what makes them great, is that they catch people. They're the only security company that counts how many bad guys they put in handcuffs. Protect yourself, your family, your friends, and your business today. Sonatrolky.com, 966 $89.99, Eighty nine, ninety nine. So we appreciate them being part of the show here on the take on this uh, this uh, four o'clock hour on ESPN six eighty one oh five seven. All right, Justin. I, I listen. I don't know if you care about this at all. Um, I, I I mean, I, listen. I, oh goodness, tell me. Tell me this is loading. Uh, Mel, uh, not Mel Kiper. Todd McShay has. Uh, there's a new mock out. And Todd McShay, Todd, 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 Todd McShay has, and we need to we need to find Jason Anderson doing that. Todd, 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 the Mel Kuyper. I don't know if it's saved. And by the way, it would have been like worldwide saving it. Don't even look because it would have been worldwide saving it or Magic Mike and it would have been something silly. So anyway, uh, Mel Kuyper has the um, the Colts moving up and getting Bryce Young at one, moving up past the Texans, has the Texans taken seed. C- CJ Stroud at two, has Will Levis being the third quarterback taken at seven, and Anthony Richardson going two spots behind him at nine. So in the first nine picks, you would have four of them being quarterbacks, and you would have guys that won the national title, you would have guys like CJ Stroud who came damn close on loaded teams, big time prospect, and then you would have Anthony Richards and Will Levis that have a lot of the physical attributes, but have some holes in their game. Uh, and so I find that interesting. I want to get to that. But... I don't think, and I and I'm using this as a jumping off point. I, I want to be clear; I'm not picking on him. I think this happens a lot in the evaluation. In fact, can you do this, Justin? Are you a subscriber? You're not a subscriber are you to ESPN because I think McShay talked about him, and You're I like totally ESPN meant plus and all that. Yeah, yeah, I got, yeah, I got that. Do you can you yeah. go to the mock draft and, and scroll down to the video that they have, uh, and I totally meant to get this. I meant to pull it, if you will. But here's the thing. I'm just not sold and by not sold, I don't think the the the, the Raiders are good for anybody. <laughs> I mean I, I I don't do you? I mean you have an offensive mind there in Indianapolis and I know it fell apart, but Indianapolis has been pretty damn good at quarterbacks, have they not? Like, I, that's a better, that's a, that's being, if you're Will Levis, who I do not think is going to be the number one quarterback taken, and we'll get the combine here in a couple months, but, like, Indianapolis is a better spot. Houston is a better spot than the Raiders. And to me, the interesting thing now is this, because I believe those guys are one and two. The interesting thing locally for us And I don't think Will Levis is going to break through into that top two. I don't think that. We shall see. Is if Will Levis is the third quarterback taken. I, I don't think it's crazy. Anthony Richardson is starting to. You know how this happens. You guys know how this happens. There are guys that in the evaluation process, it is ridiculous. Good God. We went through with Lamar Jackson and Will Levis is it, it, not Lamar Jackson. But Will Levis right now is more liked by the NFL than Lamar Jackson. And is going to get drafted a hell of a lot higher than Lamar Jackson did. I mean, Like, Louisville fans know that. Go ahead. What were you going to say? No, first? I agree. Yeah, He's no, more I mean, your he's prototypical to, t- yeah, quarterback. Whether you, got the yeah, whether you like him or whether yeah. you like him or not, that's going to be the case. But Anthony Richardson's starting to get some of this. Yesterday, we had a small conversation, Strebel and I, about how two different uh, entities. Oh, God, I forget which ones they were. It wasn't ESPN. But two different entities had started. Oh, the athletic and pro football focus, and they have like 19,000 writers, okay? But a, a couple opinions are out there now that Anthony Richardson, okay, supreme athlete, to me, he's more interesting than Will Levis, <laughs> and at times was better than Will Levis last year. And so, does he jump into the? Does Anthony Richardson jump into the conversation ahead of Will Levis, and can Will Levis do the same as well? You look like you want to say something. No, I just, Go I've ahead. got it pulled up. I don't know if there's something specific you want from well, there. He's I was going to say, why don't you do it on the computer? Oh, so we could play it on the air. Oh, are they, ta- okay. are they talking? Are they talking Levis? Oh, I, no, 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 I just let like, me pull up the actual. No, that oh, you want. No, there's to a pull video. There's a video. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> let me pull okay, Let's pull it up on <laughs> the computer. Give me a well, let me Sorry, see. Yeah. I, I'm looking at. It. I, I believe there's like a like a small video where they talk about Levis. But the Raiders, uh, I mean, the Raiders are not a good organization. In fact, I would say this. The Carolina Panthers yesterday hired, what, Jim Caldwell? And you may say that Jim Caldwell always looks like he just saw a ghost. And you would be factually correct if that was your take. But he's a good offensive mind, and I know Frank Reich became a you know buffoon there at the end. I think he's a damn good offensive, you know, quarterback as well. Like, they may have other issues. And this past year, the Colts fired him because of the quarterback. They also gave him washed-up Matt Ryan. It's why the NFL and, like, Frank Reich, he's not in the same situation as John Calipari. John Calipari picked out his players. Frank Reich didn't do that, and they had been putting a Band-Aid on a gashing wound for a number of years, and to a certain extent, even though they weren't Super Bowl contenders, uh, it had kind of worked out. It didn't work out. Matt Ryan came in and was a bust. And so do I think Frank Reich's the greatest coach? No, but you're going to a franchise that is picking where they're picking. So you know they have issues. You know they have warts. To me, Carolina's the spot. I mean, to to me, that is actually a team. Every year we get in, it it averages out to be this. You get half the teams make the playoffs, don't make it the next year. I mean, come on, you you guys could see the Giants and Vikings not make the playoffs next year, right? You could see some of that. There's a couple teams right there. And so I, I look at Carolina, to me, they're that type of team. To me, they're that type of team. They have competent offensive coaching that is going to be around you, and they have weapons, and they're better than being the ninth pick. They're probably a little bit better. They're a team, do I think they make the postseason next year? But if you told me they had an uptick in wins, I would not be surprised. Why the hell would I trust Josh McDaniels with anything other than Tom Brady? That dude was a. He wanted Tim Tebow to be his coach. He was a bum in Denver. We just had Pat Forty on. He can attest. He was a bum in Denver. He's great when he's with Belichick, okay? Or he's damn good. He gets the job with the Raiders. Derek Carr, who I don't think too much of. We'll talk some NFL on a Wednesday. How about this? You know, this is all I do. You uh, know, Derek. You know, uh, Derek Carr. Oh, that didn't work out. I mean, Derek, Derek Carr. Was considered a good quarterback and, and just like felt the face of the earth. and was nothing to the point to they're like, well, we got to start Garrett, uh, Jared Stidham in the last couple games. We got to, we got to, we got to put Stidham in there to see what we got. Oh, I know what you got. A backup quarterback. I mean, you're telling me you think Josh McDaniels, old Joshy is going to be around too long. No, he almost got fired this year. They're going to go. They're not going to make the playoffs when they're spending a ton of money. By the way, Josh Jacobs may not be back. I mean, he was only, <laughs> I mean, he's the best running back in the NFL last year. <laughs> do I think he's the best in the NFL? No, but I mean, his numbers were damn good. Devontae Adams is a beast. His numbers were fantastic. He's an all pro. Like, you know, some of this isn't going to be back, man. I don't, I don't know. I, I, and fans always do this it would be a big, great spot. The Raiders would not be a great spot. Yeah, you know, what would be a great spot is if you go to a place like that and you revive that place. And you know what you sound like? You sound like Indiana basketball. (laughs) You sound like you're trying to sell Romeo Langford. That's what it sounds like to me. No, you want, it doesn't matter what the helmet says. You want stability at coach. I think Frank Craig's in three years. Like, I think if you go to the Raiders right now and you're Will Levis or Richardson or anybody else, you go to the Raiders, there is a great chance you are going to go through two coaches next year. You get to week 15. It's not working out. Boom. McDaniels is gone. In comes coach number two, interim. In comes coach number three. I mean, if you're there four years, you might have four head coaches. I mean, that's what happened with the Giants and Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones was three... Man, it might have been four offenses in five years. It might have been... I think it was four in five years or three in five years. Dude didn't have a chance. He could have been what he was now two years ago. Think how much more money he would have made. (laughs) Think how much more money he would have made. They're ready to pay these quarterbacks $50 million and not worry about it. To me, it's about showing out. And also, like on top of it, I even looked this up. If you're Will Levis... I mean, I don't know about you, man, but if I'm but if I'm Will, of course this is this is not here. Um, Will Levis. I mean, he's he's 24 when the season starts. I mean, that guy's older than. And of course, I had something pulled up, but it, it whatever. I mean, that that guy's older than several starting quarterbacks. He's the same age as Justin Herbert. Herbert's been in the NFL for three years, so it's not like you're getting 21, 22 year old. There's two, three years there where because of how his college career, I mean, Will Levis is an odd story. let I mean, he was a battering ram, uh, Big Ten running bum quarterback at Penn State. Okay, and then during COVID, he met up with the with the guy via Zoom that was slinging the ball from Canada. If you remember that, what's Nick Valvano looking at? Give him an L's down. get him get him out of here. Give him an L's down. What's he doing? So I don't know. That that's my rant on that. I, I, I'm very strong in you know some of these teams at the top. Like I think Arizona is a mess. I think Arizona is a mess. Uh, Houston may be a mess. I'll give them. Uh, I'll, I'll give them a try. I think. The I think the Colts are on their edge. If this guy doesn't work out, like they're on the edge of, eh, they might be a little bit of a, of a mess if they miss on quarterback. Uh, if if what's his name? I don't even know. What's, what the hell's his name? Uh, from the Eagles isn't great, but uh, I mean for for my money, listen, Frank Reich ain't everything. But if you're nine to fall a couple spots, and I also wonder who's gonna fall. One of these guys is going to fall.
2: Have Kentucky fans been that heavy-handed when it comes to Will Levis? Not yet, because like I feel it's like not like Louisville and fans Lamar. when it comes no. to Lamar, where it's all.
0: I mean, Teddy Lamar,
2: we did it. Oh, for him being all fourth would you know. be a huge story. Yeah, we went Blank from one to four. Blank
0: and Dina would have talked about this the whole time. Oh yeah, how he's the third quarterback, and I mean, imagine now Will Levis is yeah. different. Obviously, yeah, but it, yeah. Will Levis's numbers don't matter. If they did, he wouldn't be a first rounder.
2: Yeah, getting jumped <laughs> by AR fifteen and all that. Uh, I have that sound. Do you want? I like to play it. it. Hey, or? listen,
0: listen. I I think Richardson's going to be that. I thought. I might be wrong. And they both may be. Yes, and we'll play it. I I thought Levis would be the athlete body guy. That would that that would go up in the draft because they love this thing where you roll out against your body and then you throw the ball sixty five yards in an empty or seventy yards or whatever it is in an empty uh, you know arena at the NFL combine or at your pro day. I mean, Zach Wilson got drafted second overall by the Jets for this for this and 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 you know this rumor came out the Eagles wanted to trade for him from the Jets. (laughs) I mean, like teams see that and I mean, listen when Will Levis goes against his body. Okay, and is rolling left and twists that muscular body of his and launches that ball ninety yards. Turning some people on. I mean, I mean, scouts. It's it's going. It's it's going to be. It's going to be great because then they can go to that and they don't have to put bum Kentucky film on. They don't have to put uh, him fumbling against Ole Miss. Like like they can put they can they can mix in some of that. But now I got him launching the ball 88 yards across his body on the fly in an empty in an empty NFL stadium. They'll go to that. I think Anthony Richardson may be that now. I thought that was going to be Will Levis, and it still may. I think AR 15 might be that guy. You want to play that sound? All right. So this is McShay, right? Is he just talking? Is it McShay? Just no, pl- it's it's Kuiper about him. About Kuiper. Yeah, it's Kuiper. I don't want Kuiper. I Kiper. want
2: McShay. Hi,
0: Kuiper. All
2: right, give me Kuiper. No, okay, well, quiet. Okay, I was oh. to quiet down,
0: but here we go. All right. Well, I think when you look at Will, as Todd said, physically, uh, you can draw up an NFL quarterback. He's that guy. for The size, the stature. The could it be expensive. any? Could it be any lower? I love that. And that's full blast. Legs. He is a running dual threat quarterback. The fact that he dealt with adversity—it wasn't easy. At All right, people can't hear. Turn. It's just the same thing we heard from before. He dealt with adversity. He didn't have studs at Kentucky, and that was a good thing for him. Okay.
2: <laughs> yeah, they're hiding Mcshay. I don't know where Mcshay is. I mean, where's Mcshay? This. He's not on this draft. Yeah, nothing on this uh this it's disgusting. draft. Disgusting. He's I think I think uh Wills the only one will left us is the only one with the video too. Uh
0: by the way, tonight uh after the games, which would be U- uh which would be UK Mississippi State and which would be L and Virginia, Chris Max going to be on field of 68 not field of 69 that's where threebull's going to be but field, field of field of 68 Oh man, I hope Mac. I hope I hope Kentucky loses and Mac and Mac gives a hot take. Oh, and
2: he's just yeah, he's just blasting. Or, hell. or on
0: U of Would you Would you rather give Mac? Would you rather have Mac give a hot take on U of tonight or Kentucky? I don't know which one would be better.
2: I would U of L. I need the U of You would want the U of I mean, one. Like I, I'm not a <laughs> Mac guy. Like I don't completely like support him. By obviously, like nobody should. But at the same time, like there was there was some there was some crap that he dealt with on top of the other things that went along with it. That I'm okay with. I'm okay with him getting his shot off if he wants to I'm alright with it and I'm just also you know I'm pissed off about everything yeah, I looked even, there was a McShay only one, it's not even him talking. It's I mean, just what are we highlights. doing, man? Give <laughs> me something,
0: they, McShay. Yeah, it's just highlighting. Give me a video blurb.
2: Right? Like I, You can't talk about Will Levis for a little bit. Here it is. The minute.
0: Derek Carr era is over and Tom Brady is no longer an option. After retired this month, Las Vegas will explore other available veterans, but Levis would fit in nicely. He has a huge arm to drive the ball down the field to Devontae Adams. And at 232 pounds, he is a strong runner on design rushes and scrambles. Levis has experience with pro-style concepts too and his ceiling is sky high, but can coach Josh McDaniel's clean up Levis's turnovers and maximize his traits? That would be the biggest question for the team and ultimately picks that ultimately picks Levis. If the Raiders can iron out those issues, they might have a long-term um they might have a long-term Solve to help them compete in the AFC West with the Super Bowl. And nobody could be bothered to, to edit that, to check that. No, nobody needs to check it. It's fine. It's, it's only Todd Miche.
2: Like, to but on it's also like, we... it's
0: like, yeah, if you get him, you know, you, you start, maybe you start to contend. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Hey, everybody likes the attitude white guy. That's why they love me.
2: He's the attitude
0: white? But guy. is he the attitude white well, guy? He was for a I mean, he was bit. for a few games. Yeah, the banana. He was. And I the mean, how many? And- is, I, how much are they going to show the hurdle in the Governor's Cup?
2: Yeah. Oh yeah. That's. I mean, that's the highlight film. That's it. And then they're going to they're going to do a little blurb about that. I
0: feel like with him <laughs> going to Las and the Vegas, banana.
2: like everything off the field is why it's interesting. They could go to Las Vegas. That's the only thing that interests me. About I, Las I Vegas guess so. Him.
0: I mean, look at Zach Wilson's twenty three. I mean, Zach Wilson, I mean, he's going to be the same age. Again, these are going to be the same age going into the year. Uh, Justin Fields, Trevor Lawrence. (laughs) I mean, Brock Purdy. Herbert's 24. He may be 25 by the time we get going on NFL. Two is is the same. 25 going on 25. Like, that's the thing. If you get Levis, it's like you can't sit him. Like, you got to play him. How, you gotta play him. He's gonna be. He's gonna be old enough where you gotta play him. Help. Those couple years matter. <laughs> they do. Ask someone who's turning. I'm not turning forty, but when Strebel did, he's like oh, he's whining and crying about the two years. Oh, 30 did to me. Like, right, as soon as I oh, hit
2: 30, wow. I, well, I had a kid. But, like, I, I had a kid. Like, I was the one who pushed it out. But, like, I had, it, 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 it changed. Everything changed. I mean, you looked, you saw the picture. Yeah. You were like, you were not as fat. Yeah, I wasn't. You're a skinny man. Yeah, I, w- I wasn't skinny then, but I was less fat. kind of skinny. Less fat. The, the face was less skinny. There's a lot of fat that goes in the <laughs> face. It's more in the face. I don't know about the neck. The neck's always there, but the face, is happening.
0: By the way, I tried to search Chris Fisher. I was going to talk about his article, and, uh, and I got some Chris Fisher sure who's who, who's who's a, who's a soccer fan in london <laughs> that's who that's who i act that's who i got talk a little footy talk a little uh, yeah. liverpool a little they, Manchester they United. just retweeted the vancouver christmas market uh whatever that is so i'm gonna have to find that during the break so man i don't know um i, I just you know i think i think i think levis will be interesting because of anthony richardson Anthony Richardson has the same traits, but he's a better runner. He's a better athlete, probably. And he's younger. And he's younger. He doesn't have the injury issues that will levis had will levis has more questions and he started out as a better prospect this year i think he's been a better prospect the entire time i think that's why you have uh, many mock drafts if not damn near all of them having him uh as a better you know having him at seven or five and having richardson later but what i'm saying is he's younger he's healthier Okay, uh, and his ceiling is also sky high. He can run, and he's probably a better runner. And he's got a massive arm, and and, and he's got the one thing that he he started one year. <laughs> well, if you remember before uh, yeah. the UK
2: Florida game, that's when he started getting a lot of traction. When he did, was really getting. Hyped think up. about but this. Then he died because of that game. Yeah,
0: <laughs> think about this. When did Levis start getting traction? I mean, in the off season. Yeah. And the, oh, he yeah. wasn't getting it last year during the, uh, his his first year starting the ten win magical season at Kentucky. He wasn't. It was when the season was over. Is when everyone's doing mock drafts, We're like, oh, wait a minute, they think he's like eighth overall. Wait a minute, he could be number one. Remember, that's the conversation. It was like it had nothing to do with what he just did. So we we shall see. The less you do is not always bad. Zach Wilson, it worked for him. Mark Sanchez, I remember he started, what, one year? It worked for him at USC. It's not, it's a question, but it doesn't mean a team's not gonna roll the dice at seven or, or whatever it is. So uh there we go. There's some NFL. I need to read the text line. Done a bad job today with Strebel not here. Uh we'll do that. Five o'clock hour, read some text, and then Kentucky fans are doing like the sad, ugly truth here with next year's class. I want to get to that. And, uh, do we have the Michael Borky sound as well? Something that he said? It's good. It's fired up. We'll do that. And, uh, we got you. One more hour to go here on the take on this Wednesday.